Okay, so I just wanted to come on here and I wanted to say that I do my best to always ask God for guidance on my words when I'm on this podcast talking about what I'm talking about, to be quite honest with you. God says just get off of it and don't talk about it at all. Like, don't even talk. Don't even make these uh, podcast episodes, but... My heart feels led to share my testimony and my growth experience. Even if nobody is listening, I can come back and I can refer to these things and learn and then see how much progress is being made. So I feel like there's a lot of benefits to it. And then there's there's little like there's little like signs I get throughout this time of me starting this podcast that this is a good thing to be doing. One being that when this whole process started, I kept getting told you know, start a journal, write about this, write about everything that you're doing. And I figured a podcast is just like a journal, except you're just talking the stuff instead of writing. And since I would have so much to write anyways, you know, it almost feels like it's same thing, if not better. And then another pointer that I'll get is like, I'll just get little, little, like, Little signs here and there that just, like, makes me feel like God agrees with it. One, my heart really, really agrees with this. But, you know, even though I've been following my heart, you know, I've been shown throughout this process that my heart can be deceitful as well. And the Bible says that your heart can be deceitful. So lean not on your own understanding. So I won't say that, you know, I know that this is the right thing or, or that it isn't. I've gotten so many signs that it isn't. And then I've had a few signs that it is so whatever is is happening so it's you know it just is what it is but it was this sign that was just like you know I was watching Avatar and he was doing like video videos like whatever video diaries every after every day and it was for scientific or re- scientific reasons and scientific but it was for scientific reasons but um that makes sense to me because I am a scientist in my heart in my mind deep down really I've always been a scientist I've always loved science so you know God has shown me that as well like that hasn't gone anywhere he showed me a vision of how smart I am you know extremely smart and then I also got, like, a word from, like, LeBron a long time ago. It was, like, a year ago. Not that long, but it was a while ago. And all I know is I was just, like, you know, it seemed like that everybody kept insinuating that, you know, he was kind of, like, feeling like like he didn't feel like he was babysitting kids. Like, he didn't feel like being bothered with us with everything that we put. Like, we just do, like, all the dumb stuff we do and everything that it takes to deal with us and I remember just asking him one day seriously after hearing that so much even though I wasn't listening to everything that was saying or believing everything that everybody was saying I just wound up asking him like you know are we really like that much of a burden on you and is it so frustrating that you have to deal with us pertaining to me my brothers and sisters and just I guess friends just me and my family and I remember just asking him because he had told me many times like you know, that we were sold to him and he bought us because, you know, he saw, you know, that we were worth it. We were worth it. 
And you would say, how is people being sold in this day and age? Yes, happening in the spirit. But that's when, you know, your family has witchcraft ties and this kind of stuff happens. Spiritually, it's sad, but it, it happens. But all I know is, you know, he was just like, I was just like, so why did you buy us? Why did you even be, why did you even be bothered with us? And he was like, what do you mean? I saw some brilliant children, some, some brilliant kids, super brilliant. Why wouldn't I? Like, and I just, you know, I knew immediately what he meant because I've always known we were very brilliant. We don't always, you know, live up to our potential and it just takes somebody to see the potential in us. And I immediately recognized that he was one of those people, but I've known that from the jump, that he was one of those people ever since he showed up, I've known he's one of those people who sees the potential in people and he does everything he can to pull that out of them. I didn't know that it was actually on such a spiritual level though, but I saw it. You know, but you always know these things. You know, a lot of times when you find out these things that are going on in the spirit, you know, it's just confirmation what you've already known, but you've doubted. Or maybe you've not, you know, felt like anybody else has confirmed for you or you've known it all along. And, you know, you just don't feel like it matters in this world or something like that. Like it's just buried. Pretty much this world kind of beats you into ignoring the stuff that's spiritual because as long as everybody's focused on that, then they're not able to pull the wool over everybody's eyes with all of this, you know, media, social media stuff that they push and all of this fake stuff that they're doing. Like the world is all about money and cars and stat social status. If you worry about spiritual, none of that stuff will matter anymore. And the people who run the world right now will have no power. So that's why you feel like it's not important. A lot of times you're convinced it's not important as you grow older in this world, but it's always been there and you know it. So the stuff that's being revealed, it's already been there and you've always known it. And that's what I I see about a lot of the stuff that's going on. And so with that being said, I just wanted to, you know, acknowledge something because I did just realize that, you know, like this whole battle is about, accepting what I know in the spirit and fighting for it instead of allowing a wall to be pulled off my eyes again. God is trying to, you know, eliminate the doubt. He's trying to eliminate Satan's voice in my life, in my family's life. And I want that. So I'm fighting for that. But I just saw a post that said, you know, you help somebody up and they just step on you. You help somebody and next thing you know, they don't care nothing about you. And I just don't never want to be that kind of person, which is why I feel like it's not necessary. Because obviously, just like I said, you know what's real and what's not. These people know. But I just want to come on here and be very clear and clear a few people's names as far as as much as I possibly can. Because like I said, you know, you know. So... As far as NBA Youngboy, yes, he did um, pull demons off of me, from what I can tell, if that was real, which I feel like it was real, but it's just so many questions. I've talked about this so many times, but 
yes, he pulled demons off of me. Um, but do I feel like he's still, like, really, like, I don't want to say funny acting, but he can be, like, wicked. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that, too. Because I just, I run into way too many situations where it's like, no, that is him. Because, you know, and even not even too long ago, like a week ago, I remember I was just, like, shown, like, people were, like, baskets. And it's like, it feels like I'm giving him too much credit, way too much credit all the time. But I don't feel like I give him too much credit. I just question if that's credit he should have. And they're like, nah. So a lot of times I'm giving him too much credit. And um, I'm also realizing recently, like a lot of times when these names, I'm just hearing these names and I don't feel like hearing them. Or I don't, I'm not trying to think about this person. That's this person putting their name in it, wanting to, wanting you to think about them or talk about them. So that whole year that I kept hearing his name a million times, I thought maybe it's just people are just talking about him. Or maybe that's just something that somebody is using to brainwash me or to convince me of something that's not real. Like they're trying to trick me. And I feel like that is true overall, but I feel like also like that may have been him. But... Yes, he pulled demons off of me. If that was if that was him. And it does feel like he does have a heart. A good heart deep down. He's a good person. Even though I've seen so many different things. Like I've seen him do really good things and then I've seen him as like No, I just felt like he's been doing bad things. Like, there was this vision in 2020. I was at the park, and this is when they kept saying his name all the time. I was reading this book, and then it was just telling me about how he acts as a child, how he acted as a child. This was after I got the vision of me feeling like I know him my whole life. And our lives flashing before our eyes like a second and I don't know if that ever happens with anybody else but I've heard I've seen it happen I've heard that it happens when it's just your life so I don't know why it was our lives flashing before our very eyes our very eyes as if caskets have bunk beds or something but regardless that's what it was and this is after that so we were talking about a puzzle and they were just pretty much comparing me to like a puzzle or a favorite toy or just something very interesting. And they were saying that his character is like when he finds something, you know, he doesn't put it down. He doesn't let it go. And my that he's very interested in. And my I guess this was brought up because I was really trying my best to shake whatever it was was going on. I just wanted to. I just wanted to shake it, whatever it is. Like, I'll let it go. I'm willing to let it all go. Even after everything I've seen, I'm willing to let this all go because it's just overwhelming. And I just want God. I just want God. Nothing is worth letting go of God. So all of it can go except God. Like, all of it can go. I just want God. You can have whatever it is. I just want God. And 
they were just comparing his character. He's been like this since he was a kid. Once he finds something he really likes, he never puts it down. And then I was just remember talking about my experience as a child. Like, with me, I can't say that I was just very... Like, I'm just a little different. I don't know how I would have reacted. It really depends. But maybe if it was a good puzzle... I would spend a lot of time on it, but I would also give other things a chance. Like, I would never just stay holding on to one thing so tight, never letting it go. That just wasn't my character. My character was like, it's super great, and I probably don't want to let it go, but I'm willing to let it go because there's more options and there might be something better. And it's not even about something better. It's just that I want to learn about, you know, as much as I can. Like, I love learning, so this might be good, and that is good. It's like, you know... Just having that attitude that, like, there's opportunities. There's so many opportunities. I can't stay holding on to one. But I didn't know that it was that attitude. or care. I didn't know that's what I was doing. I just know that I, w- I just wasn't like that, you know. But maybe he was. And I was thinking, like, I remember the reference being made, like, Okay, so if he found a puzzle that was really so much better, even though he was super interested in this puzzle and would never let it go or put it down for anything, would he put it down then? And they were like, uh, he might, but he probably wouldn't, like, he probably still wouldn't even put it down. Like, he would try, he would probably put it down and get distracted by something for a while, but then as soon as somebody else went to grab it, he would hurry up and pick it back up and hold on to it. And then I just saw him, like, carrying it. I just saw him, like, carrying the puzzle. But I've always loved puzzles, even though, like, they kind of frustrate me because I want to be able to figure out every puzzle and I want to feel like I'm smart enough to do it. And, like, it always feels like something is blocking my potential. It's frustrating because I know that I'm brilliant. I know that I am very, very, very smart, very, you know, dedicated. And I know that I'm not a quitter, but... Ever since a certain age, I get puzzles or certain things like this. And I'm doing so good. And then next, you know, something just starts scrambling and sabotaging everything. And so I can't grasp, you know, I can't grasp, like, my thought process. Things are slipping away from me. And I try so hard to focus on something. And I feel like I'm fighting for everything. And then... I just let go and I say whatever. I don't care because it's not fair. It's not fair. I know this. I can do this. I have this. So why does it feel like something is sabotaging everything? I can't do anything. But I know how smart I am. I know it's there. I can't access it. And I would get so mad. But eventually I just got numb to it. Where I'm like, it's there. It's what it is. And nobody understands me. Whenever I talk about this, people will try and laugh me off or try and make it seem like I'm making excuses and I'm, I know what I'm dealing with. God knows what I'm dealing with and nothing's being done about it. So I would just get frustrated at the world and feel like it's not worth it. It doesn't matter. And then I would just start doing things in a way where it's like, it looks like I'm making things harder on myself or I'm being more difficult, but it's because I'm frustrated at, you know, how things should be going. And, you know, it's weird because... After seeing this vision of our lives flashing before our, before our eyes and our whole lives flashing before our eyes in a span of seconds, it's like we are 
just alike. We have so much in common. And so, if anything, I guess the reason why was we were talking about this is because maybe that's, we have small differences that are not like each other. Small differences that are just, you know, separate. But overall, mostly, we have so much in common. But why do we have so much in common and still are, is so different? You know, or are we? Maybe that's what people want me to think. But no, I'm going to just try my best to be quite honest about everything I feel like we have in common and everything I feel like we don't. It's easier to say what we don't have in common, I guess. So, as far as, like, like I said, letting stuff go. That that what they might be one of the things we may not have in common, but I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. Maybe for him, he's not gonna let go of something he really, really, really believes in. And me, I won't either, you know. But like maybe he fights a little harder than I would for things he really believes in. Where it's like he has a way that he does things, he has a way about himself. Where it's like, yeah. I might do some, you know, I might do some annoying or, like, side stuff, like, messed up stuff, but I'm not going to give up on it. And for me, I'm like, if I'm going to do some side stuff or messed up stuff, I'm going to give up on it, most likely. Like, because, you know, maybe it's out of guilt. Or maybe it's out of just like I don't feel like it's worth it anymore if I if I end up doing something like that. You know, if I'm dedicated, I'm dedicated. But I don't want to say that for real, because I don't know. It's like I don't know. Like other people have different perspectives. I know who I am. I know what I do. But it's just like kind of frustrating how it feels like I can't grasp my own character probably because I'm too used to hear to listen to other people's opinions on it excuse me so I'm gonna do my best to be 100% honest from what I know and I'm not going to care what other people think because everybody has these opinions and they've been wrong this whole time well maybe not everybody but um no, everybody. Everybody's been wrong. But um, my character. So I feel like for me, it's like when it comes down to certain things, I'm just like, let it go. It's not worth all that. Or if you're doing all of this, then how can you still feel like that? How can you be doing or feeling like both? Like it's a disconnect there. And it kind of makes me like, feel like there's other opportunities, most likely better ones. But at the same time, I don't take no for answer for anything I really believe in or I'm dedicated to. That's that's how I feel about anything I'm super dedicated in or to. Like, I don't take no for an answer. It's like, I might say that, I might do that, but in my heart, like, yeah, you never let, you're never going to make me give up on something like that. It depends. But I realize, like, a lot of stuff is only in my heart, you know? And... 
maybe that's what this season is, bringing it out, allowing it to manifest in the natural. But as long as it's only even in my heart, that's good enough for me. And I think that might be what it is. So it's like I'll let something go, but in my heart, I'll never let it go. So maybe I'll be carrying it with me later. And just because I have this special place in my heart for it, I feel like that's enough. But I won't pursue it, you know, in the flesh. I won't pursue it on the outside. I won't allow anybody in to know that. But so I get really mad. I get really, really, really mad when I feel like somebody is in my heart besides Jesus. And sometimes I'm even offended that he's there. Only Jesus is perfect. He knows how to not be offensive. But, you know, only time I feel I'm offended when Jesus is there, when it almost feels like, you know, I don't know. But, like, like I don't want him to mess with something. But I'm always okay with Jesus in my heart messing with something because he's always making things better. So, I don't know. When he when he wants me to let someone else in that I don't want I don't want to let anybody else in but Jesus. I don't trust anybody else with it. When he wants me to trust somebody else with it, that's when I'm offended. Like, you expect me to trust this person. This person cannot be trusted. Jesus is like, exactly, and you can be hurt. Matter of fact, you will be hurt, but I still expect you to trust them. It's the only way you're going to heal. And I'm just like, no. Like, that's so annoying. Jesus isn't annoying, but people are. People are. They play over the wrong things. But I feel like I don't, it sounds like I'm not, what, what are you talking about? Where are you going? But I feel like this is all going to tie in together and make sense. But, um, just few people's character, you know. Oh, I want to clear up money on y'all's character because I feel like, you know, it's a little complicated. You know, it feels like, you know, she she does not like me. It feels like she's absolutely against me. And it feels like I can't even really bring up her name because we'll just, we just are not, like, I guess we're just not cool. We Like, we're enemies. I don't have enemies, but I guess we're enemies. Over him, I wouldn't fight over a guy. So that's not true. And I feel like we might have certain things in common, which makes it feel like maybe he is attractive to a certain kind of girl or just certain qualities in a girl. Maybe if he is attracted to me, I don't know. He could just be like my brother. But like, I don't know, like. I don't know. I feel like we have certain things in common and God I feel like even said like the reason why you know I did this like this is because of how much you guys have in co- in common like even though you guys are opposite total opposites you have more in common than you think like she's spoiled and I'm spoiled she's spoiled by her dad I'm spoiled by my father and my dad so, I guess we have that in common. 
And then just certain qualities where I'm like, I would never fight over a guy this much or be that angry at a girl or anybody about no boy. I'm sorry. I don't care who. It's just maybe it does matter who. Maybe he's a super awesome, amazing, just once-in-a-lifetime type of guy. Maybe that exists somewhere in this world ever. Maybe. Still, it's like if he's really so awesome, why would I be fighting you? You know? You wouldn't be a factor. But we might have that in common because it feels like sometimes she's agreeing with me on that. Like, we're not fighting over a guy. Like, that's not what we're fighting about. Then it feels like we are. Like, are we fighting? I know my character. Deep down, I wouldn't fight over a guy. It's like, if he's your guy, he's your guy. If he's my guy, I wouldn't be fighting you. So, therefore, if I ever had to fight you, he's not my guy. I don't know. But I don't want to make it about that because that seems so off course. But from what I can tell, it feels like the narrative being pushed, like he's just this super awesome guy. You know? Worth all of that. If ever you would ever fight over any guy, you know, it may have happened by accident. It's just how you know, destiny planned. Like, you know, sometimes situations are just so unique like that. You know, I can't even believe these words coming out of my own mouth. I don't even believe this, what I'm saying. I don't I don't genuinely feel like that's the case for myself. But I can't speak for someone else. Because I know, I remember wake, waking up one morning and they were just talking about him. You know, it feels like they're, every time I wake up, that's why everybody's so upset because he's right there when I wake up. And all I know is like, it feels like, you know, I remember walking in the street, walking down the street one day. Well, let me finish this first. I woke up and I heard them talking about him. And I'm just like, why do they keep back making it seem like this? What he, he, it's about him. When every single day I wake up, <laughs> I make it very clear. I live for God and God alone. I don't I don't do this for nobody else. I would never be doing this for no guy. If it were just about him, I would have stopped a long time ago. If it were just about him. Um Yeah, my life would look a lot different. It would look a lot different if I wanted to appeal to a guy like that. I don't know him for real. If this if this is the kind of guy he is where this is the kind of stuff he's into, where he's into a girl like me who is like fighting his heart for God, genuinely. And it's not just, you know, BS or satanic. Then maybe he does. Maybe he is a really good guy. Maybe he really. That's the only way he. I would genuinely believe that. He fighting his heart for God too. If not, I don't believe it. It's not about him. And that's just his name being brought up so much. Like him taking all the credit for everything Satan's doing. Just, I don't know. I, I I don't know how to feel about that. But, excuse me. I woke up one morning, and I don't remember what I was thinking about. But I just remember thinking, like, why do they keep bringing him up? You know what? Just, I can't be dumb. I have to consider that they keep bringing him up and making him seem like he's just so much to fight for. And, like, I don't know where I stand in this. I just know that, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to get in the way. Like, I just feel like this too dirty. Like, they played so dirty. Like, I don't, 
I don't feel like it's worth losing lives over and all this other stuff that's going on. Like, I just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I just couldn't imagine what's going on. I can't imagine this being for real. I'm just like, is this a joke? Is this for real? What's going on? Like, I don't get it. And I remember, I guess I must have been thinking, like, what kind of guy must he be if this is all worth it? Like, is he really the king like they say he is? You know, is he really a king like they say he is? Which one is he? Is he the, you know, slouch, like the, you know, really wicked, like put on a show for everybody, you know, need to like be somebody he not in order to like scared, you know, or is he like the, you know, the real one, like that's real, like people really respect him for real. It's not based off of lies, you know, which one is it? And I'm trying to figure it out. And then I remember like. Just hearing her voice say, you know, no, I understand. Because he is a king with an eye. Like, king with an eye. And I was like, I remember thinking like, hmm. I could have sworn anytime I ever referred to anybody like that, I was talking about Jesus. So you mean Jesus? Jesus is a king with an eye? I agree. But I don't think he was talking about Jesus. And she was referring to him. And I was just like, okay. And now I kind of believe you. I kind of believe it. I believe that, you know, maybe this is him that everybody's all this, you know, riled up about. You know, not maybe. Yeah, that's what it is, most likely. But. Hmm. If that is the case, you know. Which side is he on? It doesn't. It still doesn't explain it. It doesn't explain if he's on the good side or the bad. Because everything I'm going through is really bad. But he fighting for good? Because I'm fighting for good. You know? So I wondered, like, because starting off it did feel like somebody was trying to make me bad, turn me bad. Was that him? And God actually decided to penetrate any heart like he does? Start changing him? And turning him around for good? And is it the narrative that it feels like it is where it's like he had a queen, but his queen was who he was, not who he's going to be. And now he wants the new queen that matches who he's going to be. Because that's what it feels like. That's what they're saying, that that's what's going on. And. I don't know. You know, I remember being outside and I was just on my way to the store. I was walking and everybody just started attacking me again like they was last year. And I heard like, like they just stopped for something or for some reason. I'm thinking, you know, God is protecting me. God is protecting me. God is protecting me. Even though this might not be God, like, you know, I'm protected by God. I'm protected by God. That's what I'm focusing my mind on. And then I hear them all say, See, man, he really like her. Why he doing that for her? Like, and then they just got so mad that he defended me, even though he just was saying, like, I guess he was saying, like, if I did certain things or if I acted a certain way or if I just took things to my own heads and decided to do what I wanted to do, he wasn't going to defend me or protect me. But he went back on his word. So they were mad about it. And that's what made me really wonder, like, hmm. What is his character? So I'm starting to feel like maybe his character is like, okay, 
I push you to be the best person you can be, you know, and I expect you to worship me. I don't know. Because part part of me feels like, you know, he's humble he's more humble than that. And he's more, you know, attentive and caring than that. Where it's like Everybody don't just automatically supposed to worship me. You know, that's just the position I fall into because of the qualities I already possess. Maybe. Then at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Because some something about me, something about the whole entire experience makes me feel like, you know, because I won't worship you like you want to be worshipped is why you bully me. Which is why you hurt me so much. Is why you attack me so much. I may be being attacked by her because she doesn't want me to take her position, which I don't even want. Or I may be attacked by everybody else because I want good and they just don't want to let go of bad. Or maybe I'm being attacked because I am messing up some sort of rhythm y'all got going on here, whatever. I don't know. But you are, it feels like you are attacking me because I won't worship you like God. Last year, you know, I heard him say, I I felt the fight. God or me? I'm like, God, always God. I chose God and... I heard him say, you're going to heaven because you chose Jesus over me. You won't choose me over Jesus. And I heard them say, he wants you to choose him over Jesus. And that's what I've been fighting for this whole time, for God to be chosen and worship like God. Will he not God? I don't know how well that even fits into the narrative when he's fighting for the same things God is fighting for. And then, like, pulling demons off of me. And then when I was talking to this guy, God said, this is me. This is God. And then I think that that was him who said, I'm a king. I want you to be my queen. I'm going to turn you into my queen. And I'm going to make you my queen. And that sounds like they're together on that. It sounds like they're, you know, on the same page. You know, God feels, I feel like a lot of time God is defending him. And then, you know, also the vision of, like, the fact he's like, it's you. And he was waiting on me. He was looking for me. And he knew who I was based off of certain qualities, I guess. And those qualities being how much I worship and love God. So he must have known, and, the, and then it's felt like he know about the prophecy. So he must have known that I was going to come here the way that I am. And that's what he's been waiting on. And he knows, does he know that he was supposed to fall in love with me? Clearly, it feels like he knew that part because that's why he's so dedicated, you know. And that's what he's been waiting on. And it feels like she knows too, but it's like something just doesn't sit right because God showed me a prophecy of me defeating a demon which it have nothing to do with falling in love so I don't know because my mind is still set on breakthrough for my family 
breaking generational curses, creating generational wealth, you know, finally being free of Satan, being able to be as obedient and righteous as I want to be without feeling hindered by sin. Like, that's what I want more than anything ever. And, like, if that's all I ever got out of it, like, that would be, like, everything I was expecting. Like, you know, I'm not saying I'm opposed to, you know, what God would want for me, if that's really what God wants. But I didn't, like, I can't say that's what I feel like it's all about. Especially when... In the spirit, you know, I'm experiencing and encountering so many different men, I feel like, and guys who have king-like qualities as well. It's not just him. And it seems like they're all into me. And why is it all about you and it's not all about them? Not that I'm trying to take anything away from who he is, if he's really that. You know, I'm not a hater. That's what that is. But, you know... I'm just making it make sense, you know. But when she said that, you know, I realized, like, okay, so what she, if sound like, just by her whole statement, he is a king with an eye. I get it. I feel like that kind of just summed up everything. So what you're saying is, you wouldn't usually fight over any guy. You're not just fighting over any guy. You're fighting over this guy. That's what you're saying. That makes sense. Because that's what it feels like everybody's attitude is, right? Then another thing was like, what you're saying is, yeah, that is him. And you're also saying, yeah, he is a king. Kind of for me confirming, yeah, he was that king that was talking from the sky. And all that talk about them saying I'm the queen and and everything, that, that was true and that was real too. And I am fighting you for that position, huh? And who else? Like... Because it feel like it's not just her. I'm fighting for that position. I'm fighting every woman here. All of them. At once. And then. I can't lie. It felt like he was fighting a bunch of guys for me too. But it just all feels so made up. Which is why I haven't settled on that concept. Because it feels like it's all a distraction. And an illusion. From what the real battle is. The real battle is for my soul. To get into heaven. When it comes down to it, if I choose God, no, when I choose God, as I'm choosing God, moving forward, if when I dedicate him, my, as I'm dedicating my myself 100% to him, none of this will matter. This is all a distraction and illusion to pull me away from God. It's all about God. It's not about him. It's not about you. It's not about king, queen, none of that. Because if that don't come with choosing God, then that's not what it is not about nothing. But then again, understanding that I should not underestimate everything that God can is capable of. You know, I don't want to take any way anything away from God's power. It can be both. You know, God doesn't do anything for himself, everything for us. So maybe he sent me here to, like he said, revise the people and in the process this has something to do with this narrative being tied into that. Like, he makes the king fall in love with me. The king has most of the power and the respect here. So, as he falls in love with me, he has to change who he is in order to even get near me. Because I'm fully and wholly dedicated to God. And without him being fully and wholly dedicated to God, I don't want nothing to do with him. 
at all whatsoever. I just can't see myself spiritually feeling that way for him. Maybe who I was before when I was just blind. But even then, obviously I made it here, so no. And that's how that works. It sounds really amazing and awesome. But I don't know if I really believe that because that that feels like, you know, I don't know, that sounds too easy or too good to be true. It feels like it's a little bit more complicated than that. Like, let me tell you how I feel like it is. Y'all are devil worshipers. Y'all worship the devil. That's the so-called power that y'all have. And y'all have gotten this far. By, you know, doing your best tricks to get God's best people and trick them out of their spot with God. With women, you'll send the best man. With men, you'll send the best woman. And you trick them into selling their souls to the devil. And you and you you coerce people, you antagonize, and you entice. You do whatever is necessary in order to get somebody else over to the kingdom of Satan. And then by the time they sell their soul, it's too late for them. That's when you reveal to them. You tell them you tell them the truth, and the truth is nobody care about truth. Don't nobody care about nobody. We just wanted to get you to sell your soul. We did that, so now we're done with you. Then you kick them to the trash. They wind up with nothing. And they gave up on God, and that was all that you, you know, was intended to do. They never was getting nothing you promised, and it's probably what happened to you. Satan promised you a part of the kingdom in hell, a part of his kingdom. Promised you some power that he tricked you out of, and then he just uses you to drag more people down to hell. That's what I'm going to tell you I feel like is going on. And it's hard. It's very hard. Because... Then you hear people, they're not the only people I hear or, you know, deal with every day. You know, there's Kanye West. I've heard him. He was even singing the Lord's Prayer to me. That's crazy, you know, because not that I'm starstruck or anything, but it's just like you can sing the Lord's Prayer. You know, where am I or where are you for that to happen? Either... I'm not where I'm supposed to be with God, which I would hate to admit that, but maybe it's true. Or you are not where I think you are. You you might be closer to God than people even know. And I don't doubt that either. It's a little more complicated than I really want to believe, and that frustrates me because I don't want to feel like I've been lied to. You know, if people who sold their soul to the devil can still pray, they can still you know, worship God. They can still be in God's presence. And then people who've never, you know, even sold themselves to the devil or even thought about it can be in the same place, you know, without much leverage or help. What am I fighting for? And why am I suffering? Why am I suffering? I'm suffering so much all the time just to, you know, be at the same place as somebody who won't have to suffer. So can I just not suffer? Why am I suffering? 
But that's supposed to be the part I'm supposed to be thanking God for. You know, it's a good thing I'm suffering, right? It's a good thing all eyes on you, right? Because you could be not part of it at all. Which, even though they tease me every day, like, why would you want to be part of it at all when you're getting treated like this? And that's how I feel. I don't even want to be a part of it. I literally just want to go back to just praying to God in peace. But I'm supposed to be grateful for this part. And I'm not going to say I'm grateful because of who's in it or what it has to do with pertaining to anybody outside of God. I'm supposed to be grateful just because something that God is doing in my life. How could I ever take anything like that for granted? Because even though I don't understand what he's doing, he's still doing something. And that's more than I can say for a lot of people. And that's what I'm supposed to be grateful about. Grateful for who he is in my life. I love him so much, I can't even imagine doubting his power or taking him for granted again. I, I get upset with myself when I do that still. I know who he is. But, like I said, why am I suffering? Why am I going through all of this? Why, you know, but that's what I'm supposed to be thankful for. And that's what the point of this whole part that's the point of this part the point of this part is to you know the point of this part is to suffer for God and to stand withstand because I'm chosen and I could be you know going unnoticed and I'm saying that like that's not the best that doesn't sound like the best thing ever in in the world right now like I just found myself earlier asking like what would it take for somebody to be at this place you know at this crossroad with God and not be hindered or sabotaged so much by the people around them what would it take like, I understand this is what you intended to happen, God, because this is what you're doing. I'm not questioning your will, but just who would I have to be? What situation would I have to be in in order for me to not have been sabotaged, but, it, you know, instead, you know, just do the work that's necessary in my life in order to move forward? What would it take? Because I see that there's a work that's necessary fighting myself and who I used to be getting rid of my sin and all the things that I've done wrong and moving forward and taking responsibility for my own actions and choosing God and fighting to be a better person, pretty much overcoming myself. But it's more than that. I'm not just overcoming myself. I feel like I'm fighting everybody else's battle as well. Then I'm fighting them, too. What would it take for it to just be what's necessary? What would it take for it to just be me fighting my own battle? Would it be? What would it take for it to just be me overcoming me? Why am I fighting all these people? Why? Why are they able to sabotage me? Why are they here? Why? And it's like, I just start thinking about stuff like, would it take to not have a family at all? Would it take to have never known anybody? Would it take to for all of them to be dead? Would I still be fighting this battle like this? Would they still be fighting me? And I realized it would have never been different. Even if they were dead, I'd still be fighting them. Because I'm seeing people that are already in hell. Yeah, I see them. So that means even if they were in hell or dead, I still have to fight them. If they were part of that. 
And it's, it's, I don't know. Why does God make me feel like this is what it could be? And this is what you, this is the outside stuff that is not necessary, that you wouldn't otherwise have to deal with. That's just not normal. You know, it's normal, but it's not needed. You know, it's extra. They don't have to do this. They could be doing this differently for it to just not be done differently at all. Like, what would it take for it to be done that way? What am I doing wrong? What, you know, why aren't you helping in that area? Why won't, you know, I don't want to question God. It's not God. It's them. But that's them. I can't change people. So why, you know, do I have to suffer for that? Because I can't change them, you know, and I guess I'm supposed to change them. And, I don't know. But he chose me for this battle, and it's a reason for everything that he's doing. It's a reason why he's using my family. It's a reason why I'm the one who's getting stepped on all day, where everybody just freely does whatever they want to do. It's a reason why I'm the I'm the last. I'm at the bottom. I am the least considered. And if I'm ever considered at all, it's the reason why I I have like nothing. I'm considered nothing. Nobody considers my life. They don't even care about me at all. I remember them literally telling me you're just a body. Like I'm literally just meat. I'm just a body. Like I don't have a whole soul. You know, like I'm not an actual person. What does it take? But like I said, you know, I don't want to doubt God's power. God sees me. God knows who I am. And that's why I need to thank him. I need to thank him that he knows who I am. He chose me. He didn't, he's not allowing them to just, you know, do away with me like they wanted to. They wanted to just wipe me away like I was nothing. And God didn't let them. So I need to thank him. But, excuse me. I can thank God all I want. It won't change the fact that he's allowing people who don't care nothing about me to continuously treat me like I'm nothing. And that's his will for me. His will for me is to be treated like I'm nothing. Even though I'm something to him. I just feel like that's abuse. But, you know, God is showing me that this is abuse. He wouldn't put that on my heart. He wouldn't He wouldn't even give me the opportunity or the ability to know my worth enough to realize that if he weren't who he is. If I, you know, I still have to be grateful and thankful for what he's doing. I know he's doing something big and great because, like he said, look around. It is me. They're not letting it go, no matter what I do. Then it reminds me, I was thinking about earlier. Got up off the floor worshiping. And I heard LeBron say small things. And that, um... After I ask, so things can be changed. And he said small things. He seemed excited that things were going according to plan. And I just wondered, why would your plan consist of me failing at 
something I've never like something I've I want more than to breathe here on this earth. And I'll be completely devastated to have not accomplished. Why would your plan consist of me failing at that? You know, but then again, like you have to be smart and realize, like, you know, if you're going to consider all the options besides the obvious that you're not for me. Then maybe that's for a good reason that this didn't work out how it was supposed to. I don't know yet, though. I'm not completely opposed to him being the bad guy because it feels like sometimes he fits into that narrative. Like, a lot of times he fits into that narrative. But then a lot of times he doesn't. Like, how he introduced me to God and God vouches for him and how he saved me when nobody else did and how, you know, he is, like, showing up in my prayer and he's a really, really, really good person. You know? But then different other times you I'll hear him and like he's making fun of me. He's stepping on me too. You know, I don't know. But when it come down to it, supporting me. And I I figure that's just the way he does things. That's just his character. I even remember God saying he likes him so much because he reminds him of himself. And when he said I was so hurt because I said, but I know how he act and how he see me and how he feel about me. That means that you you actually feel like, like that's how you act and how you feel about me. That's how you think. That's how you do things, how he does things. Because he can be very, very mean. Even though he's a good person, he can be very mean and harsh. So I'm like, so God can be very mean and harsh but we know that from the bible i don't know i was just upset because i said you know and here i am thinking you just love me so much you know he does but i don't know just change your perspective like lebron saved me but he said when i brought it up he said Because I brought it up and I said, but why didn't you help me before? Like, that's the only time you helped me. And it's like, I really appreciate nobody else did. At least you helped me. But you could have did more. I could tell. You had the power to do more and you didn't. He said, you better be just glad I did what I did. And I'm like, so God feels like he has something in common with that. You better just be glad I did what I did. Hmm. Makes sense because here I am suffering this whole time, and every time I complain to God or every time I'm calling out to God, it feels like be thankful for what you have. But, like I said, you know, it doesn't make sense, it, it almost doesn't make sense because it's like then it feels like, in a way, God is saying to me, you know, don't worry about it because in a minute I'm about to put you in a position that. Everybody's going to have to answer to you and you're going to be ahead of everybody. And I trust you with that or I will when you get there. And I'm just feeling like that's kind of like it's, it seems so two faced to them. You saying, look at her like, you know, she better be just glad for what I'm doing. What is she complaining for? She's not doing what she's supposed to do. She need to get up. Da, da, da. And then on the other hand, you're telling me like. 
how dare they sit in your face and laugh like they just bettering you and take this every opportunity to step on you. I can't wait till you get in the position I'm about to put you in. So it's like you're just two-faced. But you know what? I can't say that about God. He's good. He's he's always good. Only good. There's no bad found in God. Why don't why it seems like sometimes only time he even listens to me is when I'm, you know, give him compliments. But you know, he's God. He's always right and I'm wrong because I can be. And you know, that just I just change my perspective every time I can. As much as I possibly can, even when it feels like he don't even respect that. Like, it feels like sometimes he just want me to just be like. <sighs> I don't know. It's so weird. It's weird. But, you know. Like I said, you know. I'm dealing with this. I guess from somebody else's perspective, this is a great position to be in. I'm sure. I'm I'm so happy I'm in it too. Because I'm just I'm just grateful for everything that God is doing in my life. I'm grateful for everything, all this filthiness he's cleaning up out of me. I'm grateful for everything he's bringing me to the understanding of. That doesn't change how I can see so much like just so wrong, so fault about it and who put that inside of me but God to know the difference between right and wrong? Well, actually, we weren't supposed to bite that fruit. That taught us how to, you know, the difference. And usually when he showed me where I'll be, I'm just obedient. It's not about knowing the difference between right and wrong. So maybe that's the issue. I'm not supposed to have an opinion. But it's not my fault I was born into sin. But we tackled this early on as well with blaming Eve for what she did and how would I, he defends her as well. He defends Eve. He said, how would you, you don't know what it's like to be the cause of eternal damnation. So, you know, take it easy on her because a lot of us would bite that fruit. A lot of us are doing it every day. So we need to not judge her, even though she's wrong. He defended her to me, and he defended me to her. Because she was like, you don't know what it's like, you know, who are you to judge? And she's like, I made one mistake, and how everybody hates me. And, you know, he checked her, like, but you made that mistake. And he also said, like, and if it were her, she wouldn't have done it. So God knows, yet still... I make I make mistakes and I sin. I wouldn't have said that myself because I thought I would. I don't feel like I would have done it, but I really look, you know, at my you know my my history. I made mistakes and I've done things, so who knows what I would have done. But that just shows me that you know she knew what she was doing. That shows me that Eve. You know. She knew that she was betraying God. She knew that she was, like, in her mind, she probably was thinking, like, this why I don't like God, you know, or not this why I don't like God. In her mind, she was thinking, like, 
I can do this without God. If I 